Blog Talk Radio. here on March 13th, Lucky 13, 2019. I'm going to tell you about something I was reading this week, uh, uh, a story about the Fonda family, you know, the actors, the famous actors. Apparently, when Peter Fonda was 10 years old, he and a friend were playing with a gun, a real gun. Peter was trying to load it, and while he was holding it, he pointed it at himself, and it went off. <laughs> And he shot himself in the stomach, and he almost died, right? Later on, as an adult, he speculated that he might have been trying to commit suicide because you know, his mother had committed suicide, and he was upset about that. So just think about that. Here he's saying that he was, did something, but he was really, you know, by accident, but it wasn't really by accident. And back in the 60s and 70s, and I guess the 50s and the 40s, that kind of Freudian thinking was very common normal people were ready to assume that everything they did was really an unconscious way of doing something else they thought they had these wishes that they were afraid to admit to themselves so they they did everything indirectly okay that's so crazy they had no proof it was just a fad it's gone now. It lasted for a few decades. Intelligent people, well-educated people, not Peter Fonda, but other people, they threw these statements around like they knew what they were talking about. It's just amazing. If you look back on what these people wrote, like it's just like astrology, but these doctors were selling it to people, and they thought it was true. Okay, so And it was like all pervasive right throughout the culture. Okay, it just makes me mad when I read it and think, how stupid is this, right? And I just wanted you to know, just because everybody believes something doesn't mean it's true. Even when the people who propagate these ideas are so-called well-educated experts. That's the rule we go by on Jerry, Jerry Chazers! The Recruiting... Thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you. And I, thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Also, I want to thank my sponsors. Before you start telling me about your chili or your potato chips or whatever you're eating this week, okay? Crackers. Okay. I want to thank my sponsors, Martin Snyder of PC Recruiter, the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software, Nintran at Hire Tool, the super duper sourcing tool, and Old Nikki Livingston at Honeit. H O N E I T. The phone interview technology. Do you have a, a I, uh, report? Yeah. Can no? Can I suggest a new tagline for PC Recruiter? Go ahead. Swiss Army Swiss Army knife is not really uh, politically correct right now. It suggests <laughs> violence. It's a very manly machismo thing. 
Um, and it comes from a, a position of uh, privilege. Yeah, I don't think you're so I'm throwing that out there. The Swiss Army knife is not macho, no, okay? It, no, it's a weapon. It's Knives, guns. What else do you want to talk about? Let's talk about a car okay, crash okay, right now. Thank you, Jerry. Yeah, you thank you. Thank you. Okay. Check you know, somebody's Martin on the line with, with, their, with their cell phone making noise again, but it's okay. It's okay. I'm not going to get mad. Who's, who's playing that? Okay. Kathy. Eve, our guest today is Eva. How do you say your name? Baluchova? Baluchova. Yeah, a little louder, please, Baluchova. Okay, look, I'm going to start Baluchova. in on you. Right? Yeah, welcome, welcome. She's calling from Amsterdam, so that's her excuse for having bad sound. Look, I'm going to get right so into cool. your LinkedIn profile. You know where you have your LinkedIn headline? It says Eva Baluchova, and you should have... You should have your job title there so I just can glance at the page and know what you do. But no, you don't have that. You've got like a pep talk from Michael Jordan. You've got uh, talent wins games, but teamwork and intelligence wins championships. What's the point of putting that there where you want people to know what you do? Not what Michael Jordan thinks. Tell me, why would you put that there? I put it there because I want people to know not what I'm doing, but what I'm thinking. And that quote is pretty accurate what I'm thinking. So, and I'm playing basketball. So Michael Jordan is my hero. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish I can be that tall. I'm smaller. Yeah. Okay. But hold on. You also Great say answer. you're acting. Great answer. Wait a second. Okay. Thank you. Okay, yeah. You handled it well. Okay. LeBron just broke Michael Jordan's record, so you should go for LeBron. Okay, hold on a second. Wait a second. I'm old school. She also says she also says that she's actively playing basketball. Is there such a thing as inactively playing basketball? What's what's actively playing basketball? Well, you ought to see me play basketball, then you know the difference. Yes, there is a difference. <laughs> so actively means that I'm playing competition. So there are the games. So the weekends yeah. and um, that's an implication that I didn't pick up. Pick up. I mean, I I just didn't get that. Now I know. Yeah. Okay. Mostly sporters can get it. Yeah, you think so? I don't think yeah. no sporters. Also, you know what? Sporters is not Alpha an English word. Just so saying. you know, sporters is not an English word. I'm going to teach you something on I'm this show. I'm not English, so that's all right. Okay, look. You say. You Dude, say, so far she's kicking your ass. I'm just yeah, saying. Okay. So far Somebody, you're looking bad. You, you know who's really kicking my ass? The person who's got their speakers on and is playing the show back to me. I don't have to hear what I'm saying, okay? That's Kathy. That's Kathy. It's not know. me. Okay. Huh. Look, Somebody fixed okay. it. Somebody so just fixed you, it. You can mute me and see if it works. Go ahead and mute me. What's your area code? What's your area code? 619. One nine. Okay, I'll mute you. Thanks. I'll call you. I'll get back to you, Kathy. I'll come back. Okay, uh, Eva. Eva, mm-hmm. you, you're a job. You're a job hopper, aren't you? Uh, you you like to jo- move around a lot, right? Yeah. It it looks like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's say yeah, I am. Okay. Yeah. So so you stayed at this company for one and a half years, 
yeah. and then you decided to move. Why did you decide to move? Like one and a half years, you said, oh, I felt it was time for my next move. Why? Why? Because I start. I had the feeling that I want to try be in-house recruiter, not the consultant. So want a more long-term type of job. What I didn't succeed actually in the end. Can you speak a little louder? It's like it's just not clear. The words you're saying, I understand you're far away. They're not well articulated uh, <coughs> uh, the sound-wise. I know you're probably yeah. speaking clearly at your end. It's hard for my yeah. audience to, to listen, to get what you're saying. I didn't understand okay. anything you Can said. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Perfect. So I quit Level Up because I want to uh, try in-house recruiting, and I didn't yeah. want to be consultant anymore. Simply. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And so then you said you stayed at the the in-house job. How long were you in your next job before you decided to move? So seven months, and then well, to other in-house. Wait, wait, wait. Why, why, why only seven months? What, what, why did you move? Uh, didn't work out. Uh, I become a solo uh, talent lead, well, ta- recruiter in the company, and yeah. I realized that I just don't like be solo. That uh, uh-huh. I uh, really it doesn't work for me. Okay. Not everybody's so, so, a shut-in animal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pat, about you interviewed with about ten companies. Am I right about that? Do I remember that correctly from your article? Yeah. Yeah. Ten companies. Okay, mm-hmm. and what happened was you ended up going back to your first company. Am I right about that too? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. Now <laughs> the thing is, now you said oh, that when you came back to your first company, it was fantastic because you brought back all this kind of knowledge to the company that they didn't have before. What yeah. What did you bring back that you didn't know before? Well, I didn't know before that when you work in-house, you slow down, sit on your on your chair, working, and you're not innovating as much you think. Oh, my God. Shut I'm, I'm ready to hang she's up. She's great. Yep, she's on it. She's lying through her 100%. teeth. 100%. Oh, Alan, get over yourself. Get over yourself. <laughs> I don't slow down. Bite me. Well, happened to me. Here, you want, here, we want, we want to play nice about this. Let's play nice about this. Okay, so we got somebody here who was at a company for a year and a half, decided to go out. It didn't work at three places, and she went back to the first place. Done. Yeah. Didn't yeah, even have time to get her feet wet in those three places. Okay, okay, Eva. Okay. The, wow. Alan's a, Alan's a good guy. Don't worry about mm-hmm. him. Don't feel intimidated. No, don't worry. <laughs> okay. Good. Because you're an active basketball player. You're a sportser, okay? So, look, uh, so you brought back the knowledge that people inside uh, in-house corporations, they're slackers. Is that what you're saying? They, they don't innovate? How, did you, how do you – give us an example of innovation that has taken place at, at your consulting company as opposed to a corporation, in-house at a corporation. So, for example um – Concrete in my uh, last job, I, uh, for example, couldn't use any uh, analytics tools to actually track, uh, let's say, the conversion rate on on a job description or even on on reach out. By implementing them for for that was for my management already like they couldn't understand that why I should do that, why I need to improve such a job description, why. 
the batch of description, for example, it's not good enough. This so improving slowly some stuff processes wasn't okay, that fast. Okay, so hold on I a second. Wait a sec. So what you said, what you said, I think, mm -hmm. is that you put in some kind of tool that uh, measured the conversions on your on the career page of the company website. Is that what you said? For example, <coughs> yes, yes. Uh, what tool? Tell us the tool. What what did you what did you want to use? So uh, so one of the tool is uh, yeah Google Analytics itself. Yeah. Then you can use uh, uh, Hotjar or Hotjar. 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 Okay. You know what? I know that you speak two other languages, but English is the language on this show. Okay. So you make yeah, sure sorry. I can understand sorry. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I will do that. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Can I get arrested for saying that, Jerry? Hold on a second. Do, so, hold here's on. what I want to so say. You had a, I'm gonna say. When you, when you, you put the highlights of this show up, and there will yeah. probably be many from me, do not use uh -huh. my name. Okay. <laughs> I don't want my name associated with any cataloging of okay. any of this. Well, hold on a second, uh, Eva. So this sounds like putting Google Analytics on a, on a website that sounds like mm -hmm. something bra brainless. I mean, that anybody in their right mind would be happy to have it. Why yeah. wouldn't your boss? Why wouldn't your boss want it? How come you couldn't sell it to them? I don't understand. I don't understand either. You can maybe call him and ask him same questions they ask him, but he didn't want that. <laughs> that for me was not at all innovative, and it's not such an effort even to put it on. Yeah, I wouldn't call it particularly innovative. Uh, Alan, Alan, you still there? Wake up. Could, do, you, do you put, if you wanted to put some kind of tools for measurement for the effectiveness of the career website, uh, how would you handle that? Yeah, I mean, I like the, what's wrong with using Google Analytics to see what the, uh, if you're the, I don't know. the corporate she, she, Her boss didn't let her put it in. I don't get, I don't know why it's, 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 it's benign. It, it, it's there. It's a good. It's a good dashboard. It's interesting uh -huh. to see where people, how people do the journey. I don't know why your boss yeah. isn't doing it. Uh, okay. Okay. I, I don't, you don't know think, either. <laughs> yeah, but okay. But she's saying that's typical of the uh, slacker attitude uh, in in-house recruiting operations. You're saying it isn't. Am I right about that, Al? Correct. I've got Google Analytics set up. I look at it on a, every couple of days. There you go. Yeah, Eva, come on. You got to come up with something better now. What's another example? Of what innovations, of things you learned that you brought back to your original. Because you write an article, example, you say these bo yeah. boomerang, boomerang employees are fantastic, and I'm Ooh. one of them. That's what you say. Well, I want to know what was so fantastic that you brought back to the company, okay? Yeah, so, for example, the other fantastic thing is that right now I can, for example, experiment way more often while before uh, I would need to go through hundreds of approvals, uh, get to, and then maybe start something. Now I can just experiment on on a daily basis with the different technologies, uh, with different methods. I can try different extensions. I can uh, implement a chat box for trial. Doesn't work. Let's put it out. Give, oh, give us some examples. Oh, give us some examples of the experiments you've done recently, like with different mm -hmm. extensions. Get, just tell us what you're doing. Well, now we're going to move to some concrete things. Go ahead. Perfect. Um, so right now I'm playing with the email reach out. 
So I'm trying to write um, master book email. Um, what? Did anybody anybody can help me because I, I I can't understand what she's saying. She's What'd working say? with email pro she's working with, with bulk email pro with bulk email programs. Yeah. And what tool? So for example right now I'm uh, we have we're using Mixmax, but I'm yeah. checking as well uh Limless. What what is it? Spell it for me. Lim Limless. Yeah. Spell it. What Limless. letters are in there? What is it? L E M L I S T. Okay, limb list. Okay, thank you. Hey, I have you. a question, Animal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not an animal. So, Ava, Alan, hi. Um, here, here's a question. So, you, mm -hmm. you left, you left level up, and you went back, and yeah. you, you now think you now have more ability to do other things. Do you think that that is more because you came back, or do you think that it's more? The, have there been senior people at, at level up that have left? So the the culture's changed a little bit. Mm, I the the culture is pretty same because as well uh, same people work there just uh, more people were added. Okay. Uh, okay. So it's more. But I have to add something. She said she said when she left the first time after a year and a half, the CEO was really nice. If I can ever help you with anything, just give me a call. So she felt welcome, yeah. and she endorses that very strongly. If somebody leaves your uh, company, don't accuse them of being a traitor or anything like that. Am I right, Eva? Yeah, you are right. Okay. Let me let me just check in with Kathy. Kathy, I know you're listening. Do you have a question? Um, no, I just I just don't understand. Um, what her issues are, because when I was an in-house recruiter, I was free to use whatever tools I wanted to use, um, and we were not allowed to do bulk emails. In fact, people were fired because of that. Um, but that was the philosophy of Deloitte. Now, I don't understand why Wasn't she that started. also nearly 15 years ago, Kathy? What? Uh, when, what? When was that that people didn't see the value in multiple emailing systems? Deloitte did not approve of that. Um, I don't, but but I, when was that? I mean, I'm just wondering, when was that? Well, hold on, Jerry. Yeah. Jerry, I thought no, it was more on. common. So wait, many you, wait things a second. have changed about using tools and stuff the last couple of years. For two, us years to say, well, two, two years ago. Jerry, we are I don't think people, we are people, don't endorse mass, people don't endorse batch emails anymore. Alan. Come on, you you be you settle this. Are, are batch emails in or out? I think it really depends. Out. I customize every one, but we're very yeah. I, I'm very targeted, and so there's a little more I'm, finesse in it now. Yeah, that's all. But if look, yeah. if somebody if somebody's working in a bulk hiring, let's say IT support level one people, if they want to put out a mass email, that's fine. But I get Kathy's point too at Deloitte, where they don't want their servers to get blocked. Their yep. servers, or the, you don't want your IP, or, you don't want your IP or your domain to get blacklisted. Oh, okay. Exactly. Well, Eva, is that a concern yep. for you? Yeah, definitely. And everybody is right. Like what I say is that those two experiences I got in house, where unfortunately it wasn't for me, and thanks to that I realized that I'm I'm not saying that other in house are bad. There are many 
plenty great companies out there. This is just it's not for me, and that's all right. Uh-huh. And with and with a boat, you can do different type of segmentation and customization that it doesn't it's it doesn't uh, fall to spam. Well, tell us how. Tell tell us how to make the before we go to a commercial. Tell yeah. us how to make sure that your bulk email doesn't go into the spam folder at the other end. So first of all, you have to uh, your audience. Shout a uh, bit. Shout a bit. Shout a bit. The audience for me. The audience needs to be uh, targeted for the let's say specific um, segment. So I have a I have a group of emails candidates which one coming from startup environment then i have the other segment where are people from uh, big companies then i have let's say segment uh, for the ages and then a reach out is written per segment so therefore you you bring personalized feeling to candidates because then emails are getting only that one segment yeah i don't understand because it's not the candidate who's sending it to the to the junk file it's the system it's it's the automated system of of the email. It it automatically sends certain things to the spam file. How do you avoid that? But but you can avoid it. For example, when you're balancing the image to text ratio, uh, if the email is uh, not a big size, so let's say three uh, thirty uh, gigabyte is just fine. Uh, you can um, uh, compress the pictures, for example. So then you're not gonna fall for spam. Um, how you're using subject line, so deceptive subject line, like uh, when you're using the forward, double dot, and those ones falling for spam. So there are many rules, which one you can, or you can apply many things. Yeah, I, I, so I'm having a hard time. Hey, your, your sound is, I don't know, maybe it's me. It's just so fuzzy. I can't make out exactly what you're saying. I think you said small images are better if, if, the, if the email is too big. Uh, you're going to be in trouble. I'm going yep. to go to commercial, but I'm going to ask you something to think. I'm going to give you a chance to think about this. Oh, you said you. that what you value most on the job is innovation, honesty, yep. grit, teamwork, and fun. You interviewed with 10 companies, and you said that these are the must-have values when you take a job. How do you determine when you go to, you know, read an ad or when, you know, a recruiter calls you or when you go to an interview? How do you possibly determine that the company has innovate they're innovative, they're honest, they they like grit and teamwork and fun? I want to know. People are always saying, "Look for this in your candidates. Look for this in a company." I, I must be an idiot cuz I don't know how to figure it out. I don't know what questions to ask. I want you to tell me, okay? I'll be back okay. in a sec. But, but right now I'm going to do an ad for our good friends at PC Recruiter, okay? Jerry told me, don't say that they're the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software, so I won't, okay? Here's what people love okay. about PC Recruiter. Thank you, animal. Finally what? taking some of my input. Yeah, okay. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Do you know what people love well, about PC Recruiter? Michael G. Cox, I know you're there. What do they like about it? Hey. The fact that it's configurable. Yeah, that's right. It's configurable. <laughs> How come I have to ask you? How come you just don't shout it out? Hey, I love PC Recruiter. It's configurable. You know, that's it. And in case you don't know what configurable means, it means you design the software to work the way you want it to. Some person up in their office doesn't decide 
how the software is going to be structured. You set up to match your own working style, okay? Uh, and, and that puts the power of the recruiting software into your hands. I'll give you a quick example. They've got a, a candidate presentation feature. You send an email to your client. It contains a link. The link goes to the profile of the candidate. You profile yourself. It's not some template that you have to put you know, the stuff in there. Again, the way someone else wants you to, you do it. You brand the page with your company logo and stuff like that. The client comes there. Uh, grades the candidate, uh, puts in some notes that uh, are sent to you, and that's it. But it's so flexible. That's what it's all about at PC Recruiter. So go to PCRecruiter.net, PCRecruiter.net. Now I'm going to go back to my guest, Eva, and she's going to tell me how to interview a company to find out if they've got the values that she's after. My guess is I'm not going to learn how to do it. Those things are not findable. Go ahead. Convince me otherwise, so, Eva. So, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, type of questions which one I'm asking back is, for example, like, let's say let's go back to the innovation is, for example, uh, how the team is supported to take risk and uh, or how ambitious goals are, um, what's the ability, um, or to tell me example of some unexpected situation and how the company or the team adapts to that or how about what kind of situation give me now you give me an example of what kind of situation are you looking to hear about some surprising situation and how they adapt how i see it from my perspective it's for example uh i have a now problem let's say i sent email and i have um a little response rate right so and then I'm and how I'm trying to improve it um, and act on it is already for me being innovative, for example. So trying to new trying to find new thing which one we gonna bring me let's say better response rate with the next campaign. Okay, so when you went to this company that you just told us about, where they didn't even let you put Google Analytics into the career page, okay, you didn't ask them. Hey, no, I can didn't. I, can I exper- can I experiment with different things? Okay, you no, didn't ask. No, I didn't. Yeah. Uh huh. But it it must be hard to figure out if these people are honest as well. Somebody could say, "Oh yeah, we're real innovative," but when you get there, you learn that it's not really true. Am I right about that? Yeah, that that you are completely right, and that was my realization, and therefore I as well decided to leave because I was not happy there. And if I'm not happy, I cannot be productive. Yeah, I don't want to hear your sob story, okay? I want to find out how you find out about these things. <laughs> You're going to hear the uh, story as well. <laughs> okay, honesty. How do you figure out if they're honest? We were just talking about that. They could say, yeah, we're diverse, we're innovative, we, yeah, we do this, we do that. How do you, can you figure out if it's for real or not? I, my guess is you force them to give you all kinds of examples, but I don't know if that will go over very well. Well, um, yeah, that's really tough with honesty. So a lot of times it's just my gut feeling if uh, if they're honest with me or how I feel about their answers. But yes, I'm trying uh-huh. to uh, I, I'm trying to ask, for example, a manager who would be manage me like who would manage me to give me an example when he last time uh, was giving a critical feedback to employee and if he can describe me. Uh, how that situation uh, went. 
Uh-huh. Oh, that's a good example. Finally, teamwork. How do you figure out uh, if, if they're, they've got a good team that works culture? So you can ask uh, um, how, how so far team works, how the resources uh, um, are. What? Uh, how it, what are the resources of the team and how they communicate, if they're using which channels they're using for communication, are they doing how the, the, how the tasks are delegated. So if, if one person is highly specialized or there are two people working on the same thing, Anybody else I want to add to that? That's pretty good. Anybody else want to want to add to these questions to figure out how the company works as a team? No. No. I, I Nobody. Got a question. Uh, Animal. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Um. So I, I guess the, the, my first question is, um, she is currently working independent. Is that right? No. No. So you're with another corporate team. No, or an agency. Uh, it's um, something between. Uh, so we're doing basically. So what we do mostly RPOs at the moment. So for startups. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm and, like. And, um, when you were on the agency side, what was your length of tenure with with those organizations that you said did not really fit you very well? Uh, can you repeat it again? Seven months. How, how long was it? Seven months. Okay. It was only one company. Seven months. Okay. She stayed seven well, months. All right. I, I just it, it sounds to me as though you have a guest that ha- has gotten to the point in her career where she's not really going to be as, as uh, malleable to an organization as maybe somebody that has just zero to two or three years' experience in a corporate setting, and, and the reason is, if let's say she was joining my corporate recruiting team, um, yeah, we can talk about all the innovation and, and the, the different ways that we do things from, let's say it's communication. We, yeah, we use email, but we also use Slack channels and, and WhatsApp and things like that. Um, and if it's with regard to innovation and sourcing, we can talk about different things like that, but before I adopt the great ideas that you're bringing to our organization. First, you need to demonstrate the ability to do it our way. It's kind of like you're joining us. We're not joining you. So you need to do it our way before we start changing our way to yours. So that might be one of the reasons why she was feeling frustrated in uh, with yeah, you know, that wasn't my impression, Mike. That wasn't my impression. But okay, she true. had problems. It's true. That's okay, I'm allowed yeah, to. Yeah, I have problems. Yeah. <laughs> she had problems when she wanted to make improvements. They said no. Yeah, do it my way first, and then we'll talk about your way once you've already. I I've seen your ability to do it our way. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, that's a good that's point. Good. Thank you. Yeah, it's a okay. it's a right it's a right thing. Okay. Yeah, okay. If somebody was joining your team where you're at today, would you expect them to come in and fix and change your way to suit them? No. Yeah. No, I would not. Yes. Of course you are right. Yeah, hold on. Mike, she's a millennial. A That's what they're supposed to do, right? <laughs> hey, I'm the boss. No. <laughs> I started oh. yesterday. Today I'm the boss, right? That's how yeah, it works. Yeah, well, no. Okay. I, I don't, Look, no. 
she says, Eva says. Hey, and by, just one, one last question, Animal. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, well, you're not real loud, but I can hear you. Okay, just want to make sure. Do you have something else to say? <laughs> no, I'm calling from the middle of Mexico and wasn't sure if you could actually hear me, okay? So Yeah, I can good. hear you. I can hear you better than I can hear Kathy, okay? Or better than I can hear the guest. <laughs> okay. What are you bragging that you're in Mexico? Congratulations. No. <laughs> No, I'm not bragging. I just want to make sure I can be heard because I'm making calls, and sometimes I'm not sure if I can be heard by the not people bad. I'm calling. Not bad. Okay, Eva, Eva, yep. you say that you're using agile methodology in your day-to-day process in recruiting. What does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> Wake up, Jerry. We, we, got, we finished that already. He's on a drug deal in Mexico, okay? Where? Where? No, no. Agile. Agile. Eva, focus. Just keep the show going. Agile. Uh, Agile methodologies. How do you use that? So uh, on on the project, um, the project which one I'm working on, we are around uh, five uh, recruiters, sources and recruiters. So what we do every day, we had uh, stand-ups for, uh, it's actually in the Slack channel, it's a bot. Then, uh, then uh, Monday we have a sprint planning. We have our scrum master. Hold on, I, I, I'm not. I don't know. I'm. I'm not understanding what you're saying. On on Monday yeah. you have what? Uh, what is it on the Slack sprint. channel? I'm sorry. I told you the sound is a big issue. Are you what? What are you calling on the phone or or the direct connect? What, what direct connect. Could is it? Do you have do you have long distance uh, uh, a discount? Can you call North America without any? Large expense? I don't think so. Oh, okay. So we'll stay on this. Okay. No, you, I didn't know. Well, otherwise, I would have told you to try something else because I'm straining <laughs> to hear to understand what you're saying. So agile methodology. What do you have? Yeah. The first thing. What was the first thing you said? You have to shout so it out. Every day we have a daily stand-ups with the team. Daily stand-ups. What's a stand-up? Yeah. A meeting? Basically, you're answering three questions. How do you feel? What did you yesterday? And what what are you going to do today? Yeah. Okay. That's on a daily basis. Yeah. Then uh, every Monday, we have, uh, we call it sprint planning. So you're planning. Sprint, spring cleaning or sprint planning? Planning. The sprint uh. is, is two weeks. So... We have a backlog of tasks, and every Monday we're going to decide on which one we're going to work, current week. Yep. And, and then after two weeks, we have a retrospective breakfast when we're going through uh, those two weeks, what happened, what are the blockers, why we didn't succeed, what went well, what went wrong, what we should do same, what we should do different. Okay, so it's uh, so so agile is just a series of meetings, short meetings and longer meetings. Am I right? Oh, yeah, and as well, of course. Meanwhile, you have to identify the the blockers and trying to uh, yeah get rid of them or or solve them. The blocks. Okay, I'm going to do an ad. <laughs> Think about what we should talk about when I come back. Okay. 
Okay. Hire tool. H-I-R-E-T-U-A. Super duper sourcing tool. Okay, everybody loves it. I've told you that a million times. Why do they love it? You go to their website, HireTool.com. You put in your search in normal English. You don't have to build a search string. They do it for you. Then they search all kinds of sites, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, GitHub, uh, Stack Overflow, you name it. It returns a, a list of potential candidates ranked from top to bottom. It guesses who's ready to leave right now. It guesses what they're earning. Uh, and it also supplies you with pretty good uh, information about their uh, business and personal email addresses and phone numbers, contact information. So go check it out. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L, HireTool.com. They have a free extension. So you can check out the contact information uh, supply for nothing. Back to the guest, HireTool.com. Okay. Do you use um, – you say you're, you're pretty good at writing Boolean strings. Am I right about that? Mm, yeah, I uh, can write them. <laughs> Have you taken a course? Or like, uh, how would you grade yourself on a scale of one to ten? Ten being, you know, Superman. Uh, Superwoman. Eight. Seven. Eight. Eight. Uh huh. <laughs> and and did you to say super? Okay. Did you did you take any courses? How did you learn? Yeah. So I learn uh, actually through social talent. Yeah. So it's a certification online course. Yeah. So that was pretty amazing, and uh, yeah. from there I uh, I took uh, took the lead and uh, just tried and I uh, was experimenting with the different words uh, and uh, and uh, with different strings. Uh huh. How important is it to know to be really good at Boolean strings? How important? Yeah. Mm, I think pretty important. Yeah. Very important. Mm, yeah, yeah, I would say yes. Okay, okay. So you can't be a good recruiter or sourcer unless you're very good at writing Boolean strings. Is that what you're saying? No, that's no, that's not what I say. Why not? You just said it's important. But I didn't say to be a good recruiter. Okay, just sourcer. Yeah. Okay. Do do women candidates get lower offers than men? Yes, I guess so. Really? How do you know? Well, so first of all, uh, you you can see statistics. So, for example, Netherlands is pretty uh, tough on that. So women are generally underpaid. You know what? I'm and, I'm not looking at statistics. I'm asking for your own personal yeah. uh, life experience. So do women candidates? Would, go ahead. I would see it. Yeah, I would see it. Do you have In any examples? with one of my previous jobs. So the difference, so it was for, should I say as well, it was for QA automation role. And the man has, let's say 60K and the woman got 45, same experience. Why was that? That's a huge difference. Uh, first of all, she was pretty humble uh, in a way what she was asking for. Oh, she didn't you know, ask for as much. Is that it? Well, yeah. The initial, initially, what she asked for was, let's say, forty. So we gave her forty-five, but uh, 
but the guy same time asked for sixty and we gave him sixty. So Oh, okay. So so in this case you're, you're, you're saying losing it's, me here, man. Well, okay, well help me out, okay? But she just said something relevant. She said it's the woman's fault. It's the woman doesn't ask for enough money, so they don't get they're gonna say, Hey honey, they don't say, Look, you should be asking for twenty thousand dollars more. They give her what she wants and a little a little more actually. Jerry? Must be a cultural thing. That's not how it is here. It's not how it is here. Right. And it's not happening with every woman, of course. Yeah. I believe it's a crime here now. Well, as as the employer, why didn't you guys equalize that? Sir, what was the question? You guys are the employer. Why didn't you guys equalize that? You said because she asked for 40... You guys gave yeah. her 45. The other guy asked for 60, so you gave him that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I really tried to raise this concern to make it equal, but it was not my decision. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Do do so. So men ask for more money than women on a on a regular basis. Is that what you're saying? Or just this no. one time? I think this was the one time example, but I do uh-huh. think that sometimes. Uh, uh, in, in my case as well, that we don't speak up for for more money more often. That we can speak up more often. Okay. Do men negotiate salaries more than women? Do there are men more inclined to to ask for you know say you know to argue for for a higher higher rate than they're offered? No. Uh, yeah, I would uh, say that I see it pretty often. Have yeah. Compared to women. So women, women just so they sort of take what they're offered, but the guys say, "I want more." That's what you're telling me. Yeah, I see it many times. Yes. Anybody else want to comment on that? Mike, Jerry, Jerry, do you ever have a woman yeah. candidate, Jerry? I uh, try not to. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, well, you're in trouble now. Okay. Mike. Oh, I didn't hear the question. Did you say do I do I do I pay women? Uh, That's a good. Yeah. Jerry's pretty quick Did on Jerry's it? quick on his feet. Okay, that was good. Okay, you can blame it on the this technology. I didn't hear what you were saying. I was answering a different question. I wasn't being sexist. Okay, Michael G. Cox. What about that? Do you yeah. find that women are you know they they don't ask for the money, they don't negotiate when you know there's a they they like more. What's the story there? I. Okay, so I, I have not seen that in my experience for the past several years. Uh-huh. Hey, Michael, it's Kendra. Hey, Kendra. Hello, do you have an Kendra. opinion? I do. I can hear um, you. Yeah, we're in um, Connecticut, so we're outside of New York, and I find that uh, women candidates will sometimes make a very savvy trade-off because of their family responsibilities. They don't want to get on the goddamn train to New York City and spend two hours commuting each way, and they're more pragmatic, and so they'll take something with career growth that gives them a better commute, better flexibility, and they'll accept less. I see it happen with women a lot, not so much the men. Okay, but that's not Kendra. That's not like within the same company. You're talking about they won't take a job in New York, so they're going to take something outside of New York for less money, but other uh, advantages. What about in the same company? That's that's yeah. The case you know, that we're really big. We're a hundred thousand people, so we've got fixed increases. Those are all calculated by HR. <laughs> they're 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 sort of a delta on what you came in at. It's uh, pretty much a formula. So there's not a manner of a woman asking or a man asking because it's a formula. 
Okay, so there's no negotiations at all, in other words, and everybody uh, gets no, treated, not so much. Treated, so. There's probably very little, but there might be more. I'd like to ask Kendra. I would imagine there's more negotiation on the mon- non-monetary things, training, commuting, telecommuting, what have you. Okay, well, Al, I didn't know you were still here. Uh, I can hear you even though you're on a speakerphone. Uh, but what about you? Have you actually noticed that men ask for more money and then negotiate the, you know, when the offer if they don't, you know, they want more once it's given? Are you asking me? Yeah, I am surveying oh, I'll everybody. Tell you, I'll tell you, yeah, I'll tell you exactly what I experience. I'm in the construction business right now, and the women are just as tough as the men. I respect them a great deal. They push back. They negotiate. They negotiate terms. Yeah, signing bonuses, guarantee well, they bonuses. Have women in, you, so you're hiring women, and it, even though it's construction, it's not strictly men. Damn, darn, darn, darn skippy. I love hiring uh-huh. women. They're, they're, okay. they're great. So it uh, sounds yeah, like you please. have – Remove you my have name more from any association with this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks, Jerry. <laughs> the sexism is losing out the speaker here. Jerry's got my oh. back. So hold on, hold on a second, uh, Alan. So are you saying that you know you respect? You know, you sometimes you see these people who say, "I never accept the first offer given." Is that a rule? That is that something you respect when you see it in in a candidate? I think it really depends. Yes, yes, and it depends on how they do it. If they're and we and anybody of us experienced knows, are they putting a gun to our head or are they doing it because they're doing it professionally? It makes a difference. Uh, no, I'm, like, here's what I'm talking about. They say, you say we're, we're, we're here. The offer is ninety. They say no, I want a hundred. So okay. and their their intention is to you know settle at ninety five or something like that. They'll never take as a rule what you offer them. Is that a good idea for a candidate? In this economy, it's a good idea, but okay. I would also say, and it happened. It happened this morning. We we have a we have a candidate. She, the hiring manager, wanted to offer ninety. The candidate, because we can't ask what a person makes, finally disclosed last night. Alan, look, I'm making ninety three, and okay. So the offer got put. To, the offer request came back as okay. Offer her this. Give her this as a vehicle allowance, which, which brings her over that amount, her current amount, and also give her a signing bonus. Okay, great. Okay, well, I don't know if that answered my question, but uh, I have to do an answer. Come and Either recruit you... for me, animal. Come and source <laughs> for me. Maybe I will. Hold on a second. I'll, I'll learn something from you that I can take it. To, I can take it to everybody else, just like. Uh, Eva did. Okay. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Hone it. H-O-N-E-I-T. It's the phone interview technology. You know, you can schedule, screen, and submit talent faster with Hone it. And you know why? Because Hone it automatically records and transcribes your phone interview so you can enjoy the conversation instead of worrying about taking notes and worrying that you're missing something. Forget about all those worries. Okay. Even if it's a long conversation, you won't miss anything. And instead of having to worry about writing things up, Hone It lets you create 30-second sound bites. So you ask the important questions, and you press a button, and then uh, you press a button when the conversation's over, that particular part of the conversation, and you've got a clip that you could send around to anybody on the hiring committee, and they can hear the, the candidate's own words and excitement just like you did. Okay. What else? The system is designed by recruiters for recruiters, uh, and uh, the best part is, is apparently, I, you know what? The best part is that zero integration is required. Simply connect your Google or Outlook calendar and place a home scheduling link anywhere in your workflow. 
Honet works with every ATS or CRM. You'll never look at phone interviews the same once you've experienced Honet. H-O-N-E-I-T dot com. Back to Ava Baluchova. Where are you from, Bratislava? Yes, I am from Bratislava. Yes, do you know where it is? Uh, I do know where it is. And uh, you just, uh, how did you end up in Amsterdam? Uh, yeah, I think three years ago, uh, I decided to, to, to work somewhere else. Uh, and um, Netherlands was the only country which one was uh, attractive. Um, yeah. And then uh, I was searching yeah, jobs on LinkedIn, and I found. Okay, um, yeah, forget it. It's not that interesting. One. Okay, well, no. what about taking selfies? You know, uh, I I have to tell you, on Facebook once, all of a sudden a picture popped up of Jerry and his family standing in front of a new car that he just bought. The uh, the person he bought it from snapped a picture and posted it. And I've seen other ones where the the sales rep is also in the picture with the with the buyer and the car they take a picture together um do you think that's a good idea these selfies that that if you're hiring somebody that it would be a good idea to take pictures of yourself with the new hires and post them online well i think can be nice uh, especially yeah. if you if you are there uh-huh uh-huh well, yeah uh, what, do you, what, what do you think kendra do you like that idea you're on mute she's on mute Okay, Michael G. Cox, are you into the selfies? No, no not really. Okay. I don't know why not. Why not? I don't think anybody needs to see my ugly mug. Okay, well, you're not bad looking. Okay, I got a picture of you right at the top of uh, of the my my Facebook group. You're there beside Jerry. Yeah, we need to okay. talk about that. Okay. <laughs> okay, Eva, you talk about you have a whole article on LinkedIn about cultural tailoring, right? And you say you have to think about the gender roles in the company country where you're hiring people from. That's opening yourself up to sexism. Why would you say that? That you have to culture, you have to. I have people posting on my, I have a, a group on Facebook for recruiting jobs. And there's people, you know, from India posting there, female only, male only. And, and the other members get angry, and they force you to take those ads down, okay? Is that what you're saying? If you're recruiting, you have to be uh, sensitive to the uh, gender prejudices in the country yes. that you're recruiting? Yes, is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying, of course, you should not put women only, but how, you, but, uh, how your writing can be, can be tailored for women or can be tailored for men. How? 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 So by using uh, certain words or sentences, sentiment, there are tools like Boomerang and Textio, which one can already uh, show you if it's more like female. Uh, and you believe that? Or... You believe that? Okay, yeah, they I... said this yeah. week. Uh, this week, I published an article this week on Facebook that said the word hacker turns women off. Bluffer, bluffer, said <laughs> that the word hacker turns women off. When they put it in their ads, they don't get as many responses. To me, that seems a bit crazy, but you think it makes sense. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I think it makes sense for me. Yeah. Hacker, you don't like that term because you're a woman. Is that what you're saying? Uh, well, I like that term, but um, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know how I would perceive it when I would look for a job, though. Uh-huh. What about foosball? That's, women don't like foosball either. Yeah, I don't like it, yes. No, that's bad, eh? Ninja, that's bad. Women don't like ninja. Is that bad? For no, you? ninja is cool. Ninja is cool. Ninja's good. I okay. like ninja. So, you know, so, so, well, Textio was saying all these things are, you know, half the English language is banned for some yeah. sexist reason. I, I, I'm not going to, I don't follow that. No. Nope, I'm not into that. Okay. Uh, let me see. What else do you want to talk about in the last few minutes? We got eight minutes. But do you, do you know that there is a two which one is actually checking if the job post, um, have some issues with sexism, culture, or expectations. So you can actually, what? you can put your job description to the tool, and yeah. the tool is, is going to show you if there are any, like, issues, like sexism or... Yeah, and what or, I'm saying, that the things that they're highlighting there are probably not really sexist. They've made it up from their sample, okay? They've decided that... You know, uh, a certain percentage of women don't like it, and, and this is so it's sexist. I, I don't follow that stuff. Now, maybe I'm wrong, okay? Maybe I'm anti-science. Intuitively, maybe. it doesn't seem right to me. Well, no, well I'm going to ask you, here's an easy question. Are there any good uh, LinkedIn, I mean, Chrome extensions that you're going to recommend? Uh, so I'm currently using uh, multi-highlight. But I don't think that's really new, but that's really cool. What's uh, good about it? So when I'm opening a daily, I don't know, around 100 profiles, and sometimes end of the day you don't see any more keywords, you know, you're scrolling it down, but you don't see it properly. Multi-highlights is going to highlight the keywords you're actually searching for. So if you look okay. there, let's say the technology, I don't know, Angular, so the moment you open LinkedIn profile, um, all LinkedIn profile, everywhere where is the written Angular, uh, that, world, that word is highlighted for you. Okay. Okay. That's, Got that's another one? That's pretty good. Um, the other one, um, well, I'm using the, well, ATS um, extension the most. And uh, Nymeria I'm using for email. Nymeria, does that won't mm -hmm. that get you kicked off LinkedIn? Mm, no, it's on LinkedIn still. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what was the ATS extension? So we um uh, we using a recruity. Recruity. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. And they've got an extension. What does that do? Captures um, capture, captures the uh, profiles. Yeah, and as well with the details. Uh huh. Uh, you so said it's that, uploading, yeah. Okay, you said that not giving giving up is not a phrase that's in your vocabulary. Am I right about that? Yeah, well, I believe that, uh, yeah. Can you give me an example of, of how you've never given up? Because I've got to uh, tell you something. Yep. Giving up is the first thing that comes to mind for me when something goes wrong. I yep. want to give up. That's my... In, in you know uh, reflex, you, it obviously isn't yeah. yours. Give me an I, example. I won many times give up as well, yeah. Um, so I have many examples in basketball. Several times you losing the game. Hey, really hey, Eva, 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 yeah. wake up! This is not a basketball <laughs> show, okay? This is about recruiting. I want to know. You weren't specific on which example you want. 
Well, I, I figured you could figure it out yourself, okay? I don't have to guide you through everything, but now that I do know that, it's about recruiting. The show's about recruiting. Yeah. Give me an example in recruiting when, you know, something was going wrong, it wasn't working well, and you didn't give up. Yeah, so I was searching for this uh, specific profile. It's supposed to be mechanical engineer together with software engineering and I know many, many tools. So I was searching for this person, I think, around one, two months. Couldn't find any profiles, any string was working properly. But then I found one person, and that person become a hire. What was not working as well, really well, was the pressure from hiring managers was as well, well, pretty tough on me. Because yeah. they want to, they want to have some short list every week, but I couldn't give them either one person, so I was just uh, keep going. Now, what, what kind of what kind of how did they express that 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 uh, pressure? Did they say, "I'm mad at you, you're a lousy recruiter," and do they send you nasty emails or come into your office and and point their finger at you? How does it manifest itself? No, I think. So first of all, you feel that they are disappointed, right? And and if every week they're telling you like, okay, but where is the list? This is your KPI. You have to deliver this, this. I don't see it. Do you need help? Or, you know, they just keep questioning why why you're not delivering. That's already yeah. itself hard to hear because okay. nobody likes to hear the critic or or that that you're failing. It's it's not nice to hear. You don't say, look, lay off me. I, I Look at all the work I've done. I haven't been able to find anybody. You don't push back? Well, yeah, I can always show them what I did, but in the end, they want to see results. Okay. Okay. Does anybody have a question for Ava? Anybody questions? Come on. Mm-hmm. Any questions? She's a sourcing expert. She's an employee employment branding expert. All kind of talent attraction expert. What question should I ask you before I let you go, Ava? Well, ask me whatever. <laughs> no, come on. That's not an answer. <laughs> well, you know what you know. What What do you see that you know that other recruiters don't seem to know? You're on Facebook. You know, they are they saying stupid things, or you know, are you seeing you know that there's certain postings you think should, discussions you think should be taking place that that aren't? Come on. Is there anything you know that you think other people might not realize that would be very good for a recruiter to know? Uh, That's tough. Uh, You're writing all these articles. You should say you you obviously have things that you want to tell the recruiting world, but you don't want to tell me. Okay, Animal, I'll come on your show, but I'm not going to bring anything, okay? You have to pull it out of me. That's not the way it should be. Dear, okay? Okay. Do you have anything now? Yeah, have anything have. Now? thank you for yelling at me. That works. That's it? Uh, yeah, what, what works? Okay, what is it? <laughs> so I think what some people probably know but not always using is that if recruiters would try more of trigger candidates' emotions in their reach-outs or in job description, they're gonna get the better answers. They're gonna get. How do they do that? How do they trigger? How do they trigger emotions by saying this is a fantastic job? You're gonna love it. How do they trigger emotions? So, so Tell a story example, about a little dog. 
Well, yeah, how do they trigger emotions? Yeah, with the storytelling, with the humor, with jokes. You're trying to connect on different level with the candidates. And by using the uh, right words, nice metaphors, send pictures with a smile or or describe uh, how coffee is good at your work can already trigger imagination of candidates and and then they have more positive feedback uh, positive feelings while reading uh, let's say final question final question what's what goes into your subject lines in your emails what goes into what's what's your best subject line so one of my best was um uh, that would be a bit sexistic, probably. So the name what? of the company, the name of the company I was uh, working for, called Inside It. So the subject line was "Get Inside It, Us." Very nice, Ava Belchova. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, the music. <laughs>